In our previous session, the Nine Hells grappled with the task of trying to recover the Flattery from the Stone Altar in the Feywild, before they were met with the sudden appearance of Sigismund Moloch, Gregory's long-standing rival. Tensions flared as bitter chides were exchanged between the two, and that what looked increasingly like a fight would break out before Sigismund's ally, Halazar the Quiet, appeared through another portal. Acting as a mediator, he tried to calm the two stalwart warriors before the group was set upon by the horde of undead surrounding the ruined church of Malar. The group were in a race for time to collect the phylactery and escape before they were swarmed. A fierce battle took place upon the hilltop where Gregory, John claude and Belladonna fought with Sigismund to fend off the undead, while Halazar and Fiddle conflated their in intellect to bypass a magical shroud, protecting the altar and retrieve the phylactery from within. The group joined together where Halazar activated his Sanctuary Rod of Returning, where the party were teleported back to Elminster's demiplane. Fiddle, Gregory and John claude all soon f after fell into a deep sleep with... All soon after fell into a deep sleep from the Phylactery's magic, sending them into a dreamlike state akin to the spell Dream of the Blue Veil. There, they saw an unfolding scene of a fishing hamlet set ablaze, and a young student experimenting on his fellow pupils in the in the school before being roused awake by Belladonna. Here is where we rejoin our adventure as the party reawake. So, couple of tidbits. Um, last episode, I forgot about this with everything going on. So, there's a rule in the D&D uh, &D Dungeon Master's Guide for the Feywild. Anytime you leave the Feywild through a portal or just leave it in general, you've got to roll a wisdom saving throw to see if you remember your time spent in the Feywild. This mm. is a thing that just happens to all creatures that are not native to the uh, to the Feywild. So I need you all to roll me a wisdom saving throw, please. Nice. 23. 23. 20. 15. 15. Okay, so you all pass. So you all remember your time in the Feywild. Um, Belladonna did not... So, she remembers none of her time there. Um, <laughs> right, um, Gregory, as you've um, just come out of the uh, Dream of the Blue Veil, uh, you were yeah. hasted when you were teleported. Um, after your haste ends, you fall into a steep of exhaustion. Yeah, so like one exhaustion, right? So... Uh, no, no. So uh, essentially, you just cannot move or take actions as a wave of lethargy sweeps over you for essentially a round. So for six seconds, um, similar to, you know, like the superhero films, like after they've just had a big battle and then they go to like stand up and they're just knees buckle beneath them yeah. and they just fall down. Um, you're sort of in that state, mm -hmm. story beat wise. As you all wake up and you see. Sigismund is currently shouting, um, pointing over towards you lot as Belladonna's just woke you all awake and Halazar is currently restraining him as um, she has just thrown the flat tree down, down the ways in the pickaxe holes in Sanctuary as you all rouse awake. And you're hearing Sigismund being like, Halazar, you're an ally. But if you don't move, I will oh, tell you. Sigismund, please. And you see, Halazar's trying to use his. Just strength. for once. Shut up. We're clearly past this at the moment. I could have killed you, and I didn't. 
We'll do it now. Well, then. as I've been so swayed. Again, come on. Shut up. Stand up. You knave. Again, citizen. We're in sanctuary. We're not allowed. We keep telling you this. Stop picking fights with us here. Pick a fight with us when we're not here. As um. And where are you then? As you say that, fiddle. This uh, portal opens up, pull behind you lot, and you're still kind of led down, a bit half disorientated, so you kind of um, pivot round on the spot, and you see, coming through your portal, is a figure you recognise, um, native to Sanctuary, is um, uh, Lariel Silverhand, who is one of the sisters with the silver hair that resides here. Okay, um... Yeah, so uh, standing, uh, this elven female figure, uh, pale skin, long silver hair that falls down to her knees, uh, wearing wizard's robes. Uh, two other wizards step out from the portal behind her as well. And you see she whispers an incantation and casts Otterluke's Resilient Sophia around the flat tree. <laughs> and starts like um, hovering it up in the air. And you see this like um, translucent sphere is just basically holding the flat tree in place just floating as uh, this portal sort of rifling around Doctor Strange style behind her um, where you can see the entrance to the moving stairs inside this sanctuary wise tower move, for sure mm, very wise move well done right if you're done measuring your cocks do you want to come with me uh, yes I, I suppose short on I time. suppose we are uh, Sigismund what do you say you bastard. You see Sigismund um, brushes off Halazar, kind of pushes him to the side like he's not even there. Kind of just brushes himself down. <gasps> and storms past you, spits on the ground um, next to where you're kind of laying down, Gregory. And um, just uh, walks through the portal. Excellent child. <laughs> this man killed my wife. You see Lariel standing there, and she's got a stern look about her, like a look of authority. And she's looking at all of you. She's like, come, okay, we don't have much time. And she uh, steps through the portal after Sigismund. The two majors stand either side, waiting for you lot to come through. Michelle. We follow. Okay, uh, Fiddle, as you go to stand mm -hmm. up as well, um, I just want you to roll me just a basic constitution check. Two. Two? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, Gregory, you're sort of trying to get um, some feeling back into your thighs. Mm -hmm. You're kind of punching your thighs and uh, you look over at Fiddle and Fiddle, as you go to stand up, you collapse as well as um, you fell in the last battle. Oh, no, sorry, you didn't fall, but you went unconscious when you came through into Sanctuary, then came back. Um, mm. With all your spells spent and um, still nearly on death's doors, you're very worse for wear. So you're both struggling nice. to kind of stand up as John Claude, you're kind of there. You manage to brush yourself off fine. You're um, a bit weathered and worn, but you're not as bad as the other two of your companions. Mm. How close am um, I to fiddle? Just so you have that in mind. Sounds uh, good. Okay. You're like five feet away. Well, I'll, I'll struggle I, and stand um, up and I'll, uh, I'll walk over to fiddle, put my hand on his shoulder and I'll expend some... Uh, Lay on hands. Hmm. I've got 50 hit points. I've got plenty of hit points. Oh, you've still got the I hit points, okay. Um, like exhausted, yeah. I think. May, may, maybe yeah, Gregory might have done that, um, yeah, to mm -hmm. revive you. Mm -hmm. um, Possibly. Healed you. But well, I think I did maybe a like superior healing potion or something. But Either way, yeah, I think I'm exhausted. So I uh, 
create a cane, like a walking stick. Yeah. My, um, whatever it's called, I minor conjuration. I pick you up if you'd like. Yeah, start walking with that for a little bit. <laughs> no, thank you, Gregory. Yeah. Thank you anyway. But anyway, onwards. We could take a rest in your tiny hut. It's been a while since we've had the time. What hut. happened to the mansion? Mm. Yeah, it's alright. The mansion's still around, but mm. um, unfortunately, it uh, you know, takes quite a hefty spell sort to create the mansion, and we've been in some pretty big battles oh, for recently. sure. Surely we have. Mm. And I think we might be in a pocket dimension now, so I think maybe the mansion might not work. Well, I mean, if the beds are anything like last time, I mean, very comfortable already. Hmm. We won't need them. You're right. Very comfortable beds here. I remember that. You see the two mages standing either side of the um, portal. They're yes, like, we're coming, hurry, we're coming. now. Sorry, we're just very tired. Mm. Okay, yeah, we can either come now or hurry. Pick two. Here we come. They just stare at you, eyeballing you as you all walk through the portal. Um, yeah, so like, for flavour-wise, how I've always seen it is like magical healing um, in D&D, sort of like it, like... Um, clots the wounds and it kind of patches over the wounds but you know the the injury is still there to you if that makes sense so you're still um, in case of you fiddle still very much feeling the rock fall and um, mm. the prismatic wall that went up and like kind of basically almost like well it did it killed you outright do you know what I mean you're still feeling all that impact but yeah the healing magic is basically stopping you from dying but you're still feeling the um, the aftermath of battle yep. As sounds good to me. You all walk through, and uh, you find yourselves in the lobby area of um, Sanctuary, which is, uh, you've got the main tower, the Four Corners Tower, and you've got this, uh, as I've described previously, uh, this Harry Potter-style moving staircase that runs up the roof of the, the tower. In the lobby area itself, it is packed full of people. You walk through, and you see there's loads of people, almost like a... Um, like courtiers uh, in a kingdom they're all kind of in their groups huddling talking you're seeing people with loads of different banners and symbols on their clothing um there's a lot more than there was previously and you're seeing the dragonborns that reside here um some that are acting as guards some that are like working in the um tower all seem very um on edge with all these different races that they're experiencing for the first time as you walk in and you see the two mages come in behind you, close the portal, and start leading you up the staircases in a sort of hurried fashion. Um, you see Lariel standing at the base of the moving staircases, and she's like, right, there is a council that has taken place right now. Those of you that feel up to it, come join me. Those of you that need the long rest, go take it now, because we will, after the council retires, we are moving towards battle so will the, count, will the council wait for us to take a long rest no the council's convening right this very second I left the council to come collect you and this you guys take a rest the, I'll go the fiddle you so we go to battle in like an hour you, you see you see Lariel's already turned and walked up she is in a hurried state and she is not waiting around for anyone so those of you that are moving and there are people behind you that are kind of pushing forward as well so those of you that need the long rest go those of you that are going with I'll her, go. go now. Gregory's going. going. John Claude's going. Fiddle, what are you doing? I definitely need a long rest. That's so sad. Well, sort of. No, I definitely do. 
it's, it's, it, it, this isn't down. me forcing you by the way it's your choice what you want to do it just might have some ramifications mm. down the line this is one of those game moments it's like go left or go right hmm to be fair I didn't I didn't really what do you guys think I definitely feel like I need a long rest but yeah I take, the rest. take the rest I, I didn't really yeah, use okay, that many spell slots last thing anyway I kind of just used um thing it sounds okay. a little good I'm gonna rest damn so fucking annoying Okay. Yeah. Alright, I'll take a rest. Okay, fiddle. So you're um, going to take a long rest. Uh, Halazar's going to join you as well. Um, not in the same room, obviously. Um, but he needs the rest as well. He's used up a few spell slots, so he comes with you. Where's Belladonna? Does Bella she not need a rest? Uh, Belladonna's with you. She's coming along. Okay. Um, so how the guards, uh, the two mages behind you, have kind of um, pushed you into... Basically, the stairs are wide enough for two people to walk side by side together. Um, they've deliberately s split up. Um, they've targeted these two as well, Sigismund and Gregory. Gregory's at the back and Sigismund's at the front. Um, John claude you've been pushed in with Sigismund and Belladonna's been pushed in with Gregory. I need Gregory and JC to both roll me a d20. 12. 12? 12. <laughs> 12. <laughs> roll again. A 3. That's 16. Okay. So, starting off with JC, um, you've been put to the front with Sigismund as you're following Lariel up the moving staircase. Um, again, the um, chamber, Elminster's chamber with the round table is about 70 floors up, so it's a bit of a hike. And after a few flights of stairs, you see Sigismund sort of like looking behind his shoulder, um, trying to catch Gregory's eyes, but there's like people... Um, charting off to different um, side sections of the tower so he can't really catch his eye and starts looking you up and down and sort of sizing you up and he sort of tugs a smile and he's like <laughs> uh, you um Gregory's boyfriend yeah ah. and I thought as much oh, no reason I just yeah, he's, I didn't. I didn't think so. He just yeah, mind your own goddamn business. He's he's grown soft. He doesn't seem to take a challenge anymore. And I remember the Gregory I used to know when think twice about running into a building, slaughtering everyone in there. Well, I've brought the lighter side of him out, so mm. leave us to it. Thank you very much. Soft, and he sort of like marches on. Um, you get the sense, Jason. Actually, JC, roll me an insight check. That um, one. <laughs> <laughs> He just seems a bit misogynistic. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gregory, you're at the back. Um, you've got all these crowds that are slowly dispersing as you walk up the stairs. And you've got Belladonna um, next to you. She's quite injured, but um, she seems to be like sort of trudging on, um, kind of hobbling up the stairs. Well, okay. I'll expend a couple of um, lay-on hands on her. Right, okay. I'll give it. Um, I'll give it. How, how much? Ten. Okay. Um, so you you stop for a second as you reach um, one of the flights, top of the uh, flight stairs, and um, you utter the incantation, and um, she feels a leg come back to her. And she's like, um, thank You're welcome. You, uh, no information needed this time. You're not all bad, you know. Well, what can I say? 
There's bigger things at Brixton than my own ego. Oh, <laughs> uh, you both start walk walking on. She's like, "Why are you doing all this? If you don't mind me asking, I get." Well, to be honest, with uh, the only motive I really understand is Fiddles, uh, John Claude. I think he's so done with everything, but he feels like it's never going to leave him if he doesn't just, you know, get on with like saving the world, even though he doesn't want to. But with you, you seem like you have other motives. Why are you? I did. Well, he's. I wanted so badly to kill Molich. Now I've seen him twice in front of me, and. I just... There's bigger things. I've wasted so much of my life trying to kill him already. That now, in comparison, this whole situation seems like a bigger calling. And if I can do at least one good thing since Elizabeth, it might as well be this. Is that uh, Gregory is telling the truth? Gregory telling the truth. Alright. She... I don't know what the right word is for the expression, but uh, she seems like, um, you know, there, there's a there's a happiness that um, goes over her face with a sort of um, sadness at the same time. Uh, you can tell with her being a bard, she's very much someone that likes speaking to people, likes hearing their stories, um, you know, very much a... Um, uh, what's the right word? Mm -hmm. Like, people watcher. Um you know, yeah. character studies. She, she very much likes watching, understanding people, getting to know them. Um, and I think she you look at her and she sees a lot more than a lot of people would just by looking at you. Um, you see she's really staring into your eyes and she can see there's like a lot of history there. In the beginning, I, I didn't care for Fiddle or JC that, all that much, but now... I don't know what I'd do without them. Friends are, you know, <laughs> the purest form of magic, I would say. A few months ago, I would have laughed at you for saying that. Probably called you pompous. But I do believe <laughs> yeah. you're right. I do believe you're right. It's a bit corny, I know, but, you know... We are staring potentially at the end of the world. I mean, none of the nine hells have anything to say about it. Don't doubt that. Um, do you know? And she sort of like looks away, and you continue walking on as she's sort of like looking over at the uh, banister. Yes. Do you think, like, John Claude likes me? What do you think? Uh, uh, uh. You see, she's sort of like looking around a bit, you know, blush, blush on her cheeks, and start. I think then so. Hold on to that hope. <laughs> she's um. She looks up. She nods and she's like, "I don't think I've." Yeah, I will. Thank, thank you, Gregory. Um. No, I appreciate you're that. welcome, Belladonna, but don't tell them I said what I said, okay? Oh, no, don't worry, I won't tell Thank you. Thank so. you. Right. And, um, roll me a perception check. It's a two. Okay. She won't tell us all. I'm sure she won't. <laughs> Alright, so... <clears throat> 
Fiddle, um, for the purposes of this, uh, you can take a long rest. Um, feel free to weigh in with little bits here and there as well. I don't want to like exclude you at all, but you know, just for the sake mm. of purposes, obviously you aren't in the room. So if there is something you do sad. So sad. This is like the big council before we get into battle. I've been thinking about this literally like since we came off of Cell Rock. If you want, but, you can... Yeah, you but can... That's, that's what I'm saying. There's no point in me, you know... I'm then going to be crippled for the final battle, so... There isn't really a choice, which is sad. Yeah, I've, I've done this deliberately to the point where it's like, oh, there's not really a great situation either way. It's, um... Yeah. I'm a nasty <laughs> bitch like that. But uh, Yeah, that is mean. It's mean that you're doing this. It is... It is mean, <laughs> but I'm also trying to introduce some steaks. Some <laughs> chips on the side. Um, but yeah, so there is that. So yeah, again, I don't want to exclude you. And again, feel free to weigh in with different things. Um, I'm, I'm sure that you can like send messages, right? <laughs> no, I'm asleep. Oh yeah, he's like, how long is this meeting? It's an eight-hour meeting, or is it like an hour? So I can go to the meeting and then go and rest. I don't know. I don't know. This this isn't oh, this isn't knowledge you would not you wouldn't know. Um, so okay, <laughs> but that's sort of what I'm trying to think. What would Fiddle do in this situation? Just be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to go for an eight-hour sleep then. <laughs> well, somebody yeah. goes, no, a really important meeting. Like, the meeting yeah. that decides the fate yeah. of the, like, the world is going yeah. on right now. Fiddle, you, you slept through the edge of the there. world. There's nothing yeah, left. like, I want to be there then, 100%. I'm going to go to this meeting then. He goes, oh, yeah, but you won't have time to sleep later. What do you mean? Is the meeting, like, eight hours long? You know, I don't know. just feel like I've sort of rolled over and been like, yeah, okay, I'm going for sleep. <laughs> you guys go to the big important meeting with all the important people. <laughs> It's up to you, man. Mm, but that's what I'm asking you. What do we know? What do I know about it? <laughs> These are my questions. You just sort of said, well, either you can take a long rest now or you can go to this meeting. Um, which is quite abstract. So, yeah. How long you, is the meeting going to be? You, so this is sort of part of it. Um, again, it, that is all the knowledge you are aware of at the time. And the idea with this is I'm trying to establish a state of dis, uh, disorientation with you guys traveling to the Feywild and back. It's sort of supposed to play into all of this. So... Realistically, you guys have like woken up late for school, gotten gotten in, and then you've um, been told you've had like a, a, a meeting with the head teacher, and you have like no idea what's about. But you walk into the head teacher's office, you know, it's really like could be anything. I think. Yeah, it does I get that. Point. I feel like in this situation, Fiddle would go to the meeting, but mm, think, think yeah, I don't want to go to the. I, I don't, agree. I don't want to go to the final battle mm. with like no spell slots. Mm. That's my problem. Yeah. Because if that's the yeah, if that's the case, then yeah, we're gonna have this meeting, and then Fiddle's gonna want to rest. Well, you know, at the end of the day, saving the world is almost certainly going to rest on our shoulders. So if we say we need a rest after this meeting, yeah. we're taking a rest after this meeting. That's sort of what I feel like Fiddle yeah, wants to say. I agree. Fiddle wants to go. What do you mean? I I'm not gonna have a rest. Like fuck yourself. We're in charge of saving the world, essentially. Unless you guys think you can go ahead without us, <laughs> go for it. But you know. <laughs> We'll go in eight hours later. <laughs> this is what I'm saying about yeah. you know, rolling over. 
<laughs> no, I don't think he would. I don't think he'd be Fine. like, oh, I'm with Fiddle, let's go to the meeting, <laughs> then have a nap. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? You're going to go without us. Fine, go for it. We'll show up eight hours late. Good luck in those first eight hours. <laughs> oh, you all died? Shit away. I don't know. It's, you know, we've been through so much shit. We finally got the phylactery, and now they're telling us, oh, well, now you've got to stick to our schedule. What do you mean? We got you the phylactery. This has only now been set in motion because of us. <laughs> so are you going to the meeting or not, Fiddle? Yeah. Yes. Again, 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 again this, is, this is... I am going to the meeting. I'm going to undo my long rest. <laughs> okay. Uh, th this is sort of D&D yeah, as well. Family. Like, there, is, there isn't, like, a, <laughs> a game story you have to follow. Like, you guys do get to determine how the story yeah. plays out as well. So if that is mm. what you want to do, that is yeah. a valid option as well, you know? Um, it is all about mm -hmm. negotiating. Um, so... You'll arrive at the top of the stairs and um, you hear shouting coming out from Elminster's um, chamber and Lariel's like, right, the the council's in session. Um, I'm going to take you through now. And it uh, essentially is just um, Gregory, Belladonna, John-Claude and Sigismund. Um, and then you like, start hearing, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on one little second. This you, doesn't sit right with me. You see Lariel's <laughs> at the door, <laughs> and she is just like, <sighs> like deep sighing, massaging the top of her nose, as you start hearing Fiddle's voice come out, and this uh, cane <laughs> that's echoing up the staircase. <laughs> I knew we wouldn't miss it. Sorry, guys. I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I thought about it. I tried. To, I you know sat in the room for like two seconds. I thought, should I send FM? I could send FM in my place. I was like, no, nah, he's not going to be able to take any notes. He doesn't even speak English. The What's English? <laughs> Common. <laughs> that's the, that's oh, the gnomish okay. word for it. Let's Come on, up, let's go. All right, Lariel looks at all of you, gives you a nod, and enters into Elminster Chamber. <clears throat> so, to give you the brief description that... Um, I've given before. It is a circular room, a large circular room with um, recesses in the walls where there are like statues that dot around the circular room. Uh, there are three different doors. One of them you've just walked through. There are two to your left and right. Uh, sorry, one to your left, one to your right. And then on the opposite side, there is a door frame with like a red curtain that's draped over where Elminster resides in his bed. Um, definitely sick. In the middle of the room itself, there is a large round table, very on the nose here. Um, and there, you can see uh, eight different characters all standing around, and they are in the middle of a shouting match. Um, you could sort of describe this as sort of a battlefield of diplomacy going on right now, of who can shout the loudest. Uh, you've got a, um, a human male that is um, basically pointing his finger over at uh, the table to a human female and he's like well if you want the aid of water deep then you best join the lord's alliance that is the only way this will work we why should we come to your aid where have you been for us and um the lady on the opposite end is one that you will recognize as queen ali sir um the human female with um uh, golden hair braided into a ponytail, um, athletic build, and she is uh, adorning the Oberskaya crown. And she's like, my lord, I recognize that I am asking for your help, but it's not with great um, dire heart that, and you see someone else interrupts another human male and saying, 
What well, to hell with all of this? The army is fast approaching. What are we all going to do about it? What, just stand here and debate it all day? I need to get back to Boulder's Gate. At once. And uh, you're seeing all these different individuals, all different, um, they all look um, nobility or royalty. Um, they are all seemingly um, representatives of different major holdings within Faerun. Um As you all walk in, I'll ask you all to give me a history check as sort of like the passive check. Uh, 24. 15. 15. 24. 8. 8. OK, so starting with JC, uh, you obviously recognise uh, Queen Alisa. Um, I'm just going to start giving you the photo aids. Um, as I've just mentioned now, um, she is accompanied by uh, Lord Magister Sivava, who you also recognise. Um, an elderly human male with a wrinkled and sunken face. He wears mage robes and has eyes that are shrouded by his um, brow bone. Very sinister looking. Oh, sorry. And um, you also recognise Storm Silverhand, so the uh, twin sister of Lariel, who's just um, led you into uh, the chamber. So this one I do have a photo aid for. Uh, Storm Silverhand. Mm. So she is the one that you originally met when you came through the lake. Uh, a six foot. A six foot two female elf with long silver hair that falls to her knees, um, almost identical. Eyes front, gentlemen. Astonishingly. <laughs> <laughs> Ast uh, Just said that to Josh. I remember this photo. <laughs> yeah, it's um. I can't find I much she's better. She's not wearing that. No, she is not wearing that. She is. Uh, she's got astonishingly beautiful features that frame her blue grey eyes. Um, she's got very tan skin and she wears otherworldly silver armour, so not um, a denim overall. Mm, not tenderies, <laughs> not much else. <clears throat> um, Good photo, aid. Yeah, really, really has some staying power, <laughs> that one. Yeah, so, sorry. Um, obviously, Sigismund Monarch walks in and joins the table. Um, human male, hairy black locks, scruffy beard, cat-like eyes, and a dead hand clasped to his wrist. Obviously, you all know that one. Moving over to Fiddle. There are two figures you recognise. Gregory, you're recognising mm -hmm. all of these. You get a sense of... Very up-to-date with my uh, politics. Well, so don't... Mm. Mm. I, I suppose because your background as well, mm. this would stuff. This is stuff that probably yep. would have been drilled into you. Mm. I think it, I think it works quite well, the numbers we've rolled. Sort of, I think me and Gregory would know more than JC, and I feel like Fiddle just thinks all politicians are the same, so it hasn't really bothered learning them specifically whereas Gregory I feel like would have been mm -hmm. knowledgeable of all of them so Fiddle you recognise um, the human male that was pointing his finger at Queen Alusa um, who was saying, demanding her to join the Lord's Alliance it's a human male with a marine buzz cut red hair clean shaven with a cleft chin and he is fitted with plate armour also uh, this is one Lord Caladorn Casalanta. He is uh, one of the richest people in Waterdeep, um, as well as a notable figure in there. And there is a lady next to him, who is Lady Tisara Chadran, who is the current Blackstaff at Waterdeep. 
a female half-elf with curly auburn locks of hair, hazel eyes which pop on her pale skin. Uh, she currently has like an all-black robe and a black staff um, in keeping with the black staff tradition. Um, so these you do recognise because obviously you're native to Waterdeep. These are very notable figures within the place itself. Um, the other one you recognise is a representative from Baldur's Gate. So there, there is a lot to remember here. <laughs> so you are getting an information overload. Uh, that one was very funny. Uh, a Such middle a contrast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've had to take a liberty with a few of them. Um, that's, yeah, that's my that's favourite my one. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that one's actually from yeah, third I'm edition. Yeah, a big fan of him. So. Um, I like it. This is Grand Duke Eltan. He is one of the four Grand Dukes of Baldur's Gate. A middle-aged human male with sun-kissed skin, black hair and grey eyes. He is wearing a full suit of polished plate mail. Um, you also know... He looks like he wants to be anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> you, you also know he is the founder of the Order of the Flaming Fists within Baldur's Gate. Nice. Um, he is Gregory. one of my friends here. You. Uh, no, no, they're not. Um, so, Gregory, you recognise some of the other people. Mm, I've got two people from my city. Josh has. Uh, JC has one person from his city. Who's here from the Border Kingdoms? Um, King Nasher Alagondar? I want to say, I don't know for certain, but um, he's an elderly human male with a receding hairline and a handlebar moustache. Um, he was formerly the Lord of Neverwinter before becoming king. Uh, he is the f he basically founded his royal dynasty. Um, he is known as a fierce swordsman in his old age. And this gentleman who is representing, he is called Lord Tarn Hornblade. And again, it's another middle-aged human male. Again, this is third edition, so you know mm -hmm. it's a lot of um, human males as the characters. Um, with silver hair and a long silver beard, he is wearing noble fineries and carries himself with grace. Um, you know him to have the nickname as Thunderspell because in his early days he used to um, challenge mages left, mm -hmm. right, and centre to spell duels. Um, so he is getting the nickname Thunderspell. Um, in his old age, however, he is more of a mediator. He is uh, sort of um, grown more mature. It's um, Silvery Moon in Forgotten Realms. Silver Moon is a wow thing. Sorry, so, um, yes. Sil Silvery Moon. Silvery Moon, yes, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, no, no, no. It's, no, it's good job you said that, to be fair, because, yeah, mm. I would have missed that. thought it was. Just thought I'd better have a quick Google just to double check. But. Okay. Um... These are the people around the round table. There are representatives from basically all the Lords, Alli Lords Alliance as well as some others um, that you recognise. And there is Waterdeep, Baldur's Gate, Silvery Moon, Neverwinter, <laughs> Cormir, that are all represented here in the round table that are all currently fiercely in well, debate. Then I guess, and oh, um, I guess I'm the representative of the Border Kingdoms, Grand Inquisitor of the Helm Order. Mm. And military attaché of the nine hells. I mean, you can you can introduce yourself if you wish. Mm. Mm. I think you just did. 
Yeah. They're all shouting. They're all like, oh, no, you need to join the Lord's Alliance. It's like, well, first you need to show some faith. You need to show us some aid. They're, they're all okay. shouting over each other. This room is a cacophony mm. of different sounds that are going on. And you're seeing like a couple of them are turning around to oh, the yep. curtain mm-hmm. where Elminster is behind. And they're like, Elminster, please, you, you have to hear our plight. The army are on the way. And then they yep. go back to their argument again. It's like but they're addressing Lords it. and Don't ladies. Worry. Don't worry. We're here. We've arrived. The meeting <laughs> can begin. <laughs> you see, they go ahead, Gregory. They all look around and they're like, and uh, you see Grand Duke turns around. He's like, and uh, who who is this? Who, Gregory who are Weisenhorn, you? Grand Inquisitor of the Helm Order of the Border Kingdoms. Also, Vice Lieutenant of the Nine Hells Company. This here is our leader, I'm, JC. Um, oh, yeah. And Sorry. this here is our second Vice <laughs> Lieutenant. I'll introduce your name, it's very long. And. And Grand, Grand Magician. Grand Magician, Jator, Jossi, Vordrick, Fiddlesong, Goldflight. We have achieved. No fancy titles or anything. We have achieved the phylactery. And yeah, we're the we're the guys who uh, who got the thing, got the phylactery. You see, um, we're heroes. We're you heroes. <laughs> you see, Lord Calendor, Castellanta, who's um representative of Waterdeep. He's he kind of leans over and starts um listening to Lady Blackstaff, um to Sarah. And he turns around and he's like, hmm, I've never heard of um, Nine Hells, was it? This company? Why is the Cellsword Company at this meeting? I thought this is a matter of the world at stake here. Yeah, like we said, we're not really very showy. We don't really have any political aspirations. We don't really want to rule the world. We're just the ones here to save it. Mm, we, we have been saving uh, it for a long time. We have been saving it oh, for a while. I don't think many of you people have been saving it for a long yeah, time. We were seem you've been buying each other and doing loads of other dumb shit instead oh. of anything productive. In fact, it's probably part of the problem. You see Queen Alice pipes up at this point. She's like, hmm, it's funny that because last time I saw the Nine Hells, they were very uncooperative in my plight. And are now seemingly what do you mean? because we're trying to save the world. We explain now. this to you. We have more important things to do than you fighting with siblings or whatever so dumb nephew. shit you're doing. You see, instead s- of productive shit. You see, Storm Silverhand, who's been uh, basically at the head of the table, trying to mediate the two kind of parties. She's like, "Please, please, my lords, my ladies, your, your graces." Are, um, and she looks at you three, and she's like, uh, "Lords as well, I guess." Well, actually, this isn't the time for this. <laughs> you, you see the whole table Finally, you're all, right. they, they, they all shut up and all just turn around to look at you Gregory yes. very slowly well, I raised my <laughs> ring I, like, I, I am yes Housewise and Horn sole survivor and inheritor of the land also supreme grand inquisitor inquisitor the order. you see lady uh... well Helm's gone, along with the other gods, which is why we need to start. And you see, they all start like shouting again and carrying across <laughs> well, the table. <clears throat> you see, and uh, someone else shouts out like, "Elminster, please, we need to sort this." And nothing's. And you see, um, Lariel, who led you into the chamber, she's like, "Shut up!" And it's one of those booming voices. She's done like a cantrip to like echo her voice, bounces around the room, and you see they all fall silent as she's got um, Otiluk's, um Resilience of fear with the flat tree in it. And she slowly kind of like strides around the room. Her long mage robe sort of um, 
flailing behind her and she places the sphere in the middle of the round table sort of floating up above it and joins in on the table as well and this ladies and gentlemen is why we've been invited to this meeting we bring you Acerax phylactery an instrumental device in destroying our enemy I heard somebody mention of armies approaching how long do we have you see they all turn around to Grand Duke Eltan, representative of Baldur's Gate. Um, I feel like I'm going to have to say mm-hmm. that just to keep it yep. for my own sake as uh, well. We know, we know Eltan. Yep. Look, look Couldn't forget face. that guy. <laughs> That's a face worthy of respect. He's as confused as, as confused the day he was born. He's just like, what am I doing here? <laughs> You're all part of the problem. Except for you, Grand Duke Eltan. <laughs> <laughs> He turns around. He's like, with us, if you like. <laughs> he turns around. He's like, um, "Well, so our forward scouts reports that um, from from the flaming fist that there is an army of undead that's been travelling. Um, they've made the way out of Cholt, and they have decimated the border kingdoms." They have decimated to fear, and Am has just fallen. Baldur's Gate is next on their march as they travel up the coast. Or potentially Candlekeep if they decide to stand there, but I feel like Candlekeep will never come to our assistance. And you see, <clears throat> Lariel's like, this is not true. We have a sister that is based there. That um, She is currently working to try and bring them into the folds. They will come round, I am sure of it, my lord. And... Uh, you see um, King Nashar, he's like, yes, I um, concur with my lady here. Um, her sister is um, currently running negotiations as we speak, but um, uh, well, we have the flattery of the enemy. We, we, we should make use of this. We should, um, maybe we could, maybe we could use it against them. It is sort of the whole point of the phylactery. Is. And um, <clears throat> you see, Lariel's like, Yes, this is true. We have his phylactery, so we have his weakness. If we destroy the relic, then we render him vulnerable to. And before she finishes, um, she is sharply cut off by Sigismund, who, um, again, you're, you're all a bit confused why he has a place here. Really, um, you assume that he has some sort of cogn- um, cognitive role in all of this, but you're not really sure what what has given him merit to be at this table. Mm. But he says to her, "He's like, no, I need that phylactery. I need it for my Sigismund. lord's heart. I need it to trade with Asarak." Sigismund, this goes beyond that. What? Forget worship. Forget faith. My god is dead, as is yours. But we can still save this realm. Are you kidding me? This is this is the very same man that not what twenty minutes ago, him and his cronies over here threatened to all kill me for coming to the Feywild to save them. Can you believe this? And these are the people that you want to listen to now. I would have recovered the flat tree if they did not get there first. Are you, you did lot, you, come, you did lot, you come to save us, or did you come for the phylactery to you, resurrect? Your you lot have gone. been gone two months. Since 
you arrived in the Gulf of Forest. What have you been doing you in the found the phylactery, you fool. Right. Two months. You've been gone two months. Where have you the been? World. Getting, getting the phylactery. What do you mean? Um, we, John Claude. Did you come to save us or did you come for the phylactery to resurrect your evil god? I asked the question again. Uh, John Claude, we've got... Are you here to save the realm or are you here to resurrect your evil god? He's not Sorry, dead. <laughs> he is being controlled by Asarak. Asarak has his heart. I need the phylactery to bargain for his heart back. That's the only way my lord right, can I be see. free. So I think everybody else here is here to save the realm and you're here for other reasons. We're all here Out. for the same purpose, but um John Claude, no. with your with your <laughs> passive perception, uh you look up and there there are like sort of clocks. Um there are four different clocks that kind of point north, east, south and west. It's all very symmetrical in this room. And you see the clock that seems to depict the Faerunian time. Um has the date the thirteenth of um Nightall on it. Which strikes you as odd because when you left to the Gulf of Mir, it was um, uh, 13th of Marpenoff. So is that one month? Two months. Marpenoff, Altar, Feast of the Moon. We missed the Feast of the Moon. How sad. (laughs) Um, 13th, yeah. Yeah, on the 13th. Nice. It's the Feast of the Moon Christmas. Did we miss Christmas? Oh, no, I think we missed Halloween. I need that phylactery. I need it for my Lord's heart. And I won't take no for an answer. This is the reason that I came here. This is what reason Malas sent me to Elminster. To help him. To help him free him. If we destroy this, Asarak destroys my Lord. And you see uh, all the Lords are a bit disgruntled at this. And they're like, mm, well, what do we do with it then? Do we, um... It's fine. It's fine. I think, I think we... you can say your piece, Malach. You can say your piece, but we still are a council and we'll still have to vote on what to do with this. And unfortunately, I think that most people here are here to save the realm, not to save your lord. So if we do have a vote on it, there's a good chance that we will aim to destroy it because that will give the realm the best chance of surviving. So we can push this if you want, but I think chances are it's being destroyed. You see Lord Kalendor, um, Castellanta, representative of Waterdeep. Um, he pipes up and he's like, well, um, how does one destroy a phylactery? Does anyone know? Anybody? Um, Looking around, does anybody put their hand up? Oh no, I'm feeling a trip to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> you see Lady Blackstaff to Sarah, um, next to Lord Calendor. She's like, my lord, um... It is deep necromantic magic. It takes a powerful mage to create a phylactery. And the circumstances for it being created are usually binding a soul to it and um, commanding some sort of ritual as well as contacting some evil... Well, do a evil... Some, some evil deity you, or someone of worship. Orcus is usually the go-to, but... Knowing what we know, Asarak could be from a different world, so he could have um, sacrificed anyone to any gods. Um, but we know it's some sort of sacrificial play that you have to follow, and only then can the flat be destroyed. No mortal magic or otherworldly magic 
can destroy a phylactery. I mean, surely if we just like throw it in a volcano. <laughs> no. That, that could do it, right? The lava will not penetrate the phylactery. It is deep magic. It's magic that surpasses the weave itself. I cannot explain it. This is why lichdom is banned, because it is against all life. It is revolting. So what So what do you suggest? We do some ritual. Do we know what ritual? Is there any way to find out? She looks up at the Sophia and she's like, Lariel? Storm? And they're both like looking at each other and they seem a bit dumbfounded mm. and then Storm... Can I roll an Arcana check? You can roll an Arcana check. And that one. Are you sure the volcano won't? <laughs> <laughs> you see Storm looks over to you three and she's like, well, Damn. you will retrieve the flat tree, right? Did, did anything happen when you were getting it? Was there any signs, any notes? Was there anything mm. at all out of the ordinary that happened? You touched the, the phylactery. You should yeah, be... Gregory, you... A spell should be cast upon you where you fall asleep. And we'll show you some form of vision. Um, some form of story. A, a f- fisherman and his family. A, a school. A, a burning barn. A, a, a laboratory in the sewers. Uh, sacrifices. At least three. You see Storm um, stares directly at you, um, Gregory, and walks around the round table, uh, passing Sigismund, and um, comes up to you, and she raises her hand towards your temple, but kind of like leaves it a couple inches shy, and she's like, yes. may I? And she places her hand and closes her eyes. Don't look at her tits. Don't look at her tits. Don't look at her tits. (laughs) 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 She's wearing silver armor, for fuck's sake. No, she isn't. Uh, (laughs) Not in Gregory's mind. (laughs) You see Belladonna's side eye on you, um, John Claude. I'm looking at my shoes. Okay, okay. Um, You see Storm opens her eyes up. And take, takes her middle finger off your temple, Gregory. Yes. Just, uh, <clears throat> I, I assume you got all the information that you, you needed. <clears throat> <laughs> she she she's not laughing, by the way. Um, she. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, fuck's sake. She mm-hmm. looks round over to her sister that is now um, caught away round the table. She's like, a fishing hamlet. Loved ones inside burning. Mm, I believe it's a variation on the uh, the dream of the blue veil. I believe we're seeing um, visions and experiences from other worlds. Yes, I believe you're correct with that one. Um, she walks around um, sort of a bit in long contemplation and um, you see Sigismund pipes up again he's like well this is all very good but um, there's no point talking about it because it's not going to happen we're not destroying the phylactery and um, before he finishes would you like to take a vote? Well, you see hang on hang on hang on just hypothetically everybody hear me out if it's really 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 difficult to destroy just for a second 
What are the chances of Monich and his weird god saving the world? Well, Malar isn't... I don't think they'll save the world. There's a chance of him bringing his god Well, Malar back. isn't necessarily yeah. evil. A chance of him bringing his evil god back. Just the god of the hunt. Hmm. I suppose we could bring him back and say, Hunt Azarak. Please, please. Again, I reiterate, he is not dead. As you well know, he is just being controlled by Asarak as a puppet. So you are interested in clarifying that, but you haven't weighed in at all whether either of you would help and save. No, you don't get it. Nice try. You fucked it. Get out. Nubanian is still alive. Obviously, obviously, there wouldn't be any material plane to hunt on if Asarak succeeds. Hence why Malar sent me here. He sent me away from Salt Rock to do this. He, I am the only one he trusts. And then he, he pulls up his um, right hand that has the undead sort of like claw on it. And then you see he looks over at it and it just pops off and lands onto the table. And then um, stands up on his own a bit like um, Wednesday with the undead hand. It starts kind of like crawling up along him. He's like it's disgusting. He chose me. I am the chosen of Malar. This is what he sent me here to do. I am his most trusted, and he sent me here to help you, not hinder you, help you. But I can't very well help you if my lord dies. Hence why I need the flactory intact. If we free him, yes. Obviously, he will want to destroy the one mortal being, might I add, not immortal, mortal being that has enslaved him. He is Sigurdman. furious. What do you think he would do? I what do you think I would do to you, Gregory? I have to a priest of Malar, and she has mm. formally denounced you. And yet you say you are the chosen of Malar. You see the um, crawling hand Ooh. goes up onto his shoulder. Oh. You've been excommunicated, <laughs> my brother. What are you trying to say, You've brother? You've been excommunicated. Yet somehow you are the chosen. I don't care what some old hag in a temple says. I know what I am. You see he's getting a bit uncomfortable. Uh, so, as you say that, you all start hearing this. <coughs> as you start hearing a... And um, you see Lariel and Storm, who's at the head of the table, both turn their shoulders to look back at the curtain behind them. And you see the curtain move. And this hunched, elderly human male figure with a walking cane <coughs> bit like um scene with uh, King Zeres out of House of the Dragon <coughs> and you see everyone shuts up and just looks round as Elminster walks down the steps towards the round table which again is only about 10 feet away from the door but it takes an age for him to reach there as he's hunched over and he just kind of hobbles there and he rises. take my hat off <coughs> my lords my ladies your graces and heroes and he bows to the nine hells I've heard a lot of slander <laughs> and discourse on this table. I summoned you here 
to save the world. This talk of alliances, this talk of phylacteries, this talks of undead does not matter. The blue flame will consume us all He's alike. right. If we do not stop it. I've seen it. Nibanian himself is consumed. That you have. That he has. And I know you, Gregory, have seen Helm's Divine Realm up in flames. I have. I will... So what? Yes. What do you recommend we do? What's the best course of action here? We will take any course you suggest. Am... Am has fallen, yes? And he looks over to Lord Cassador and... Um, sorry, um... Grand Duke Elton. Grand Duke Elton. Oh, oh, I hope you long nap. <laughs> and Grand Duke is like, uh, yes, my lord, um, uh, my my high mage, um, Elminster. Yes, uh, they uh, Am has fallen. He's like, very well. Then we mount our defence to the Cloud Peaks Mountains. That is where we'll make our stand. We will not let them trudge any further into our civilization. We must stand as one against this undead threat. I will travel to Candle Keep person. <coughs> you see, he kind of like almost collapses, and Lariel and Storm, either side of him, the twin sisters, kind of pick him up, lean him up. He's kind of um, says thank you, but gently pushes him aside. And he's like, I will travel to Candle Keep personally, and I'll convince those stuck up mages to help the world. They will come to the Cormorium locals. I know that the Sea of Fallen Stars is sunken. And I know that your people are in turmoil, Queen Alistair. We will help bring them to the fray. And in return, the Purple Dragon Knights will come to our aid. Does this sound like a fair deal? And you, you see Queen Alistair, stern in her figure and stalwart, bows to Elminster. As for the Flactree itself, and he looks across the round table to you three. The Nine Hells are tasked with destroying the Flactory. They are the ones that recovered it and they have proven against all counsel that I had. And he looks to the twin sisters as well as some others in the room. <laughs> they have proven themselves and what I said at the start. They're all capable warriors. They're all far powerful then. A lot of us around this table. And I think some of them can surpass that of even an old man like myself. <coughs> we all travel to Waterdeep together. The army is stationed there. The Lord's Alliance in its full. We will wait for the Purple Dragons and we will march as one towards the Cloud Peak Mountains where we will mount our defence against the Undead Horde. And we will defeat the Undead Horde and then we will defeat the blue flame and this so-called wannabe god, Asarak. Do you have do you have any comments on the giving the phylactery to uh, save save the god of the hunt? What are your thoughts on that? He looks over towards Sigismund, who is currently biting his bottom lip to the point it's bleeding. My friend. You came to me when you got needed help, and I was not able to provide that. But I swear to you now, and he kind of bangs his 
Um, Kane, he's like, what stands in the way becomes the way. And if your god is cast in the chains of Aserak, then destroying Aserak, we will free your god. I promise you, we will not let him fall. And you see Sigismund, um, his long claw-like nails that is gripping into the metallic table is um, kind of scraping across it before he kind of pushes himself back. He's like, no, Sigismund. that's not good enough. Stop. This isn't good enough. This whole council is a farce. You, shut up. Not this time. You've been eyeballing me ever since I saw you again. I've tried explaining myself to you several, several Sigismund, hundred I'm times. Tired. I've told you that night was I'm a mistake. Tired. I forgive you. <laughs> it's come too far. <sighs> roll. Yeah, roll persuasion check. It's 23. I may continue. It's been too long, Sigismund. I chase you to almost every corner of Faerun. And I'm done. Elizabeth is long dead now. You were my brother. I know this might not be what you want to hear, but my god is dead. And you should prepare yourself for yours to be as well. But this is for the greater good of the entire world. Every living creature. We can work together and save the realm. Or we can continue butting heads. Not three weeks ago, I would have loved that idea. I would have killed you where you stood. Or at least I would have tried. Three weeks Not anymore. This is bigger than this. Bigger than us. Bigger than any war that's been fought. This is for everything we hold dear. Look around you. People from everywhere. More powerful than anybody could imagine. All here united with one goal. To stop Aserax. Not bargain with him. This is not a creature you bargain with. This is a creature you banish. It's what we learned in the monastery. Demons cannot be bargained with. Only destroyed. You were once a follower of Helm. Remember your training, my brother. This is what we were made to do. Um, out of curiosity, what's everyone's passive insight? Um, eleven. Eleven. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, John Claude. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, JC and um, <laughs> Gregory. Um, you mentioned about making packs with um, demons or devils. You see Elmer's that gives you like a, a look mm -hmm. at that. Just yeah. just a subtle one. Um, yeah. Uh, you see Sigismund's uh, look around. He's like. <laughs> I've lived in your shadow for years while you learned those scriptures. I learned them too, but 
every single time. It was Gregory, Gregory, Gregory. And now, when I have the power, when I am the chosen, I have found my calling. You again, Gregory, Gregory, Gregory. I've had enough. Of, and you see, um, all the lords are like, you know, they're all like looking around. Some, um, and Elminster's like, enough of this. We don't have time. The army of the dead is upon us. Lords, your graces, through this door, and he points to his right, there are the teleportation circles, one leading to each major destination within Faerun. Take your relevant teleportation circles and do as I've asked. And you see they all bow and they're like Elminster, Elminster, and they all start leading off the table. As for you two, you squabbling children, I can't. And you see he's like sort of um, reaches up to his chest he bangs his um, staff once more and you see the door to the left opens up and you see the chamber so this is essentially where Sigismund's been standing so behind mm -hmm. Sigismund Gregory where you're looking over you see the doors open up and it almost hits you um, so quickly it's like a wave of just emotion um, comes over you you see a forest caked in snow um, with a clearing in the middle, a stone kind of rock reaching to a point with blood stains on it, all caked in snow with a blood trail leading out where you see the scene of no. Elizabeth's death. Um, no Elizabeth there, but just a door opening up into that clearing. If you two cannot settle your differences, then uh, I do not want you... Lost my accent then. I do not want either of you there. At the world's end, we will fight together or we all die. Sort out your differences. We leave in an hour. And you see he starts like kind of hobbling away. <coughs> and um hobbles back to his room as the two twin sisters um lead him back into his chamber. Leaving Oh Mr. No, you're not finished. Yeah, wait, hold on. Hang on. You what? old man, you've forgotten half of your fucking sentence. Watch. What? what do we do with the flag tree? I'm pretty sure Malar is... No, fucking God damn it. No, no. Molich there uh, was obviously being the provocateur, so let's not both of them the flag tell tree, Molich to fuck it. The flag tree is destroyed. What are we doing with it? The flag tree needs to be destroyed. You did it? No. How? As... Volcano? No, as Storm said, you need to find a fishing hamlet and burn it in there with a loved one. Love Okay. With one of our loved ones. Whoever does the burning. There's a great price what? to pay. I am sorry. What? <laughs> what, what, what? What are you talking about? We have to sacrifice a civilian. <laughs> you, or one of us. You see, what's what? away? Um, you see, Lariel no. um, le leads, um, lets Storm lead him <laughs> off, and she's like. But why not you? You're surely near death. John Claude, <laughs> did you look around the room? Yes. Uh, uh oh. A lot of us. Uh, uh, some people. Uh, no, no. You, you, you done great. Honestly, all of you have done great. Um, she. Th this is the one that's been a bit of a bitch to you, by the way. The last time you were here, um, Storm was the more um, forgiving of the twin sisters. Mm -hmm. You've all done. I was wrong to judge you all. You've all done fantastic, but. We're all 500 years old. We don't have loved ones left. 
You have a twin sister. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we do. Not to say that, you know, not to say that you should be the one to burn her either. I'm just saying that, you know, is this really the best course of action? We just seem to have decided she, she, the Nine Hells are in charge of destroying it, and they're the ones who now have to go and find a loved she, one. She, she, um, she leads you two out. There's got to be another way, right? She, she leads you two out of the circular room into the moving staircase. Yeah, I don't go! Did, we, I don't go! Did we mention the volcano idea? <laughs> I'm not sure we fully one. explored that. There must that. be another way to destroy this thing. Listen, listen. I will speak to you both. Fine. About Bella this. Donna can burn me. Let's get on with it. <laughs> I... And she looks around at Sigismund and Gregory, who's sort of like locking horns still, and is like, okay, I need... Yeah, I, uh, ah, Gregory, you've always <laughs> secretly loved Mother. <laughs> this whole time, you've been secretly in love with him. That's why you fight El- so Elminster, <laughs> Elminster needs you all. All of you, the Nine Hells. I know this sounds stupid. <laughs> A destiny often is, but... He spoke about this company that would come and would help in the fight. There's greater sacrifices to be made yet, not just with this phylactery. This is a, <laughs> a minor one, and I will tell you about it. But first, Gregory needs to sort this out with Sigismund, otherwise none of us are leaving. Well. You've got time for a nap then, Fiddle. Sigismund, I offer you restitution. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you have one chance to bow down now. Um... He stands there and you see the snow flurries kind of coming through from the clearing from the door behind him um, that seem to enter into the chamber, seem to be drifting along the kind of uh, stone flooring, drifting along. And you're all feeling that cold breeze coming from the Border Kingdoms. And sorry. Well, didn't you say about uh, dueling one-on-one not 20 minutes ago when we were in the Feywild? Why did you change your heart so quickly? Bigger things at stake, Mollish. So what happened with Elizabeth? Bigger things at stake. Hmm? But if you want to do this, only one of us walks out. What'd you get on your persuasion? Yeah. 23. You've grown strong, Mollish. I won't deny that. We could use you in this war. Don't make me deny the rest of the world that. Trying to think what the. Okay. Okay. Nah, the rest of the world will be fine. Let him die! <laughs> um, he looks over at you, and Gregory, um, the. Sigismund you knew from the Border Kingdom was long gone. Um, uh, if you take away the cat like eyes, the, you know, obviously claw-like undead hand on his um, uh, wrist and obviously like just the copious amounts of black hair just all over his body Um, you know you take all that away you see behind him the personality Um, whatever he is now whether he is a chosen of Malar or not um, he has changed Uh, in a gameplay um, perspective his alignment's (laughs) changed Um, but him in himself he has changed it's almost like Anakin turned from light to dark he is his demeanor is completely different um so there's no way around this whether there is anything left in him there's left to be um mm-hmm. determined but 
from looking at him, he's almost like a completely different person. He looks round um, behind at the clearing, looks back at you with a tugging a smile like he mm-hmm. has been doing, kind of taunting you, and then he drops it. And he looks down at his feet. He's like, Fine, brother. We will fight the undead army together. Side by side. Good. And um, I'd like to roll a something check. You can roll an inside check. A lying check. check. Yes, please. God damn it. Don't worry about it. What'd you get? No, that's fine. <laughs> what, what'd you get? I got a five. A five, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, he's never been trustworthy anyway, but seems like he's sort <laughs> yeah. of like not raring to fight him at this moment in time, which is, you know, progress. Uh-huh. As he looks at you, and then he holds out his undead claw hand for a handshake. What does, uh, what does Black you, Razor have Gregory? to say about this? You ask him. Well, I'd like to. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> hey, uh, Black Razor. Should I kill this person? Yeah. Are you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> you know. I know you've always wanted to kill people, but this one? <laughs> yeah, it's a silly cookie. <laughs> Don't. Well, I'm, I'm actually good this yeah, time. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. filled up on a guy earlier. Yeah. So. Um, I'll extend my hand also. <laughs> Okay, you <laughs> you grab his hand and it is cold mm-hmm. to the touch. There is no blood flowing in this hand whatsoever as you grab it and the claws sink in tight. Um, what what's your strength score? Well, in general. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just what's your total 17. strength score for Gregory? Seventeen. Okay, so he clasps your hand and then his nails dig into your hand and um, this is an unfamiliar feeling to you. Kind of starts mm-hmm. crushing it a little bit. And then you see his eyes are just staring at you, um, and then he tugs a smile ever so hmm. slightly, and then let's go. Well then, I'll see you in the coming battle. And all of you. And he looks around to all the rest of you nine hells. You're all Slip such good friends, aren't you? Full middle finger, straight at him. <laughs> Look out for your new brothers, Gregory. I looked out for you. You deserve him. You have to know that. And he walks round and he walks out to the right door towards the teleportation circles where all the rest of the lords and the kings and queens went. Leaving you lot in the chamber with L'Oreal. So then. Okay, they made up. Destroying the phylactery. Destroying the phylactery. So, um, you see L'Oreal standing there and she starts drifting the sphere downwards on the table. I can put a suppression spell on this. And how long would it last? For... It's hard to tell. Guaranteed three days. If we're lucky, a ten day. Um, I'm... uh, Who rolled the highest on the history check, by the way? 
Okay, so L'Oreal, the um, one of the twins that you're speaking to, she um, is a chosen of Mistra along with her other sister. They are both um, basically in a state of undying. They're part mm. of the weave, essentially. Um, you know, them along with Elminster, the reasons why it's probably not collapsed so far. Um, she's almost like an aspect in herself, an avatar. Um, she led this great army um, past Silvery Moon about 20 years ago, and she is renowned as potentially the best enchanter in Faerun. She has created many magical weapons that um, some of you might have passed uh, in magic stores. She is um, one of the most powerful wizards in Faerun. And um, so, yeah, her saying that she can suppress this magic isn't small, uh, any mm-hmm. small feat. It is probably going to take up her highest concentration to actually pull off. Um, and that's the best she can do for you. Three days guaranteed a 10 day possibly now to destroy it as Storm said we well and she looks down she's like I'm not saying it's an easy feat maybe you can find a loophole to this maybe that would work just as well for the for destroying a phylactery but by the sounds of it Aserac in order to create to create this burnt his loved ones in a hamlet and that's how he created this this vessel and in order to undo that magic only the same act can be done I wish I had better news, I wish I could just destroy this outright, I've got a bloody (laughs) and she looks down at her hands she's like I can cast I can wish stuff away I'm and I can't get rid of this. I I have a favour to ask. Yes, of course. Of course. Uh, you, all of you, uh, if there's anything you would ask, you, please. You say you can grant wishes. Yes. Well, in the sense of... Um, are you familiar with the wish spell? Uh, the... the um, so one of the highest spells a, a a a wizard a sorcerer can cast. What's it's one of those. It's like I can kind of create any spell. I can replicate any spell. Or and I'm sure Fiddle has probably mentioned it in passing, right? Um, hmm. You know, I can I can create wealth, but usually because the weave is very uncontrollable in nature, uh, the wealth would be me ending up in. Um, the, the jail cell of the city of brass on a mound of gold or, or next to a dragon you know or um one of the other caveats which is quite um rightly stumbled upon by wizards a lot of the time is i wish this person dead and they end up getting teleported into the future to where they're an old person and you are old as well so it has its caveats so i have to be careful with my wording but yes i can grant wishes i suppose i'm not a genie I don't suppose there's a way that you could free me from my bond to a greater devil, is there? Mm. She, she looks at you. Yes, Elminster did mention there might have been someone in your party bound there to There is a, a complication. Oh? And it is... 
It has my wife's soul. Now we can go there and we can free her. But I don't know how long that will take. But I'm bound to this sword. There's evil intent. I've resisted it up until this point. But I can feel it. Day by day, whittling away. And I need to be free of it. Are you asking me to destroy your sword? It's... I, or to end your pact? It's the pact. I am sorry on that account. Uh, devils are tricky in nature, and I am aware that the pact you made was not one entirely of your knowledge, but devil pacts rarely are. I can attempt to... To contact this devil, if you know their name, I can, I can see if um, if you know where they are. I can travel there and see if I can do something about it. What is it about about this? Is there anything you can tell me? Well, it goes by the Watcher. I don't know if that's his real moniker, but we know that he's an Abzu. Ah. Uh. Interesting. They are creatures of the first layer, Avernus, yes. I believe. Correct. Yeah, they uh, they usually house fortresses um, with Zariel's armies um, along the River Styx. It's usually where you can find them. The Watcher. You don't have its real name. Did we ever find that out, Fiddle? I don't believe we did. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, I don't believe so. There are two ways of getting out of a pact. Yes. One is destroying yes. the devil. The second one is learning its true name. Then could we use the wish spell um, for me to know its name? Yeah. <sighs> Not a bad idea. I could. I'll have to consult my wizard's spell book. <laughs> Google. Because it's a, it's a simple I wish like for information. <laughs> mm. If you if you want to uh, cross reference with me, fiddle, then you're more than welcome to. Um, I'm trying to look for any divination magic that might illuminate some facts. By the way, fiddle. I, uh, when I suggested you take a rest earlier, I didn't believe you'd miss out on the whole session. Mm. So that was the answer you're looking for from God when you were asking him how long the meeting was? All day. All day. <laughs> yep. That's sort of what I was thinking. This is going to be an eight hour meeting. I won't be able to sleep. Well, eight hours will be about four sessions. So good. You guys enjoy the next month of D&D. <laughs> so the actual like they're listing the wish bound so wish is the mightiest spell a mortal creature can cast uh, by simply speaking aloud you can alter the very mm. foundations of reality into core to your desires the basic use of the spell is to duplicate uh, duplicate any other eighth level spell or lower uh, you don't need to meet the basic use of this spell is to duplicate mm. uh, okay let me read that line again and it requires including costly components uh, the spell simply takes effect 
Alternatively, you can create one of the following effects you choose. You can create an object of up to 25,000 gold piece in value. Uh, that isn't magic. Uh, the object can be no more uh, than 300 feet in any dimension and appears in an upcurse space, blah, blah, blah. But this is the real meat of it. Um, so you might be able to achieve something beyond the scope of the above examples. State your wish to the GM as precisely as possible. The GM has great latitude in ruling uh, what occurs in such an instance. Uh, the greater the wish, the greater the likelihood that something goes wrong. This spell might simply fail. The effect you desire might only be partially achieved, or you might suffer unforeseen consequences as a result of how you worded the wish. For example, wishing that a villain were dead might propel you forward in time to a period when that villain is no longer alive, effectively removing you from the game. Uh, similarly, wishing for a legendary magic item or artifact might uh, instantly teleport you to the present of the item's current owner. The stress of casting a spell to produce any effects other than duplicating another spell weakens you. After enjoying that stress each time that you cast a spell, you finish a long rest. You take 1d10 necrotic damage per level of that spell. So essentially, yes. But with great risk. Yeah, so that that was basically yeah. how I was sort of trying yeah. to up here. Is, um, and I've come across this a few times, and um, I'm more on the sense of being more lenient mm -hmm. with Wish, because I think when you hear the spell, it's like, oh, that's a ninth level spell, and it's Wish. It like should be as cool as it sounds. Mm. So that that's why I was looking at different spells, just seeing if there was one that I could replicate, um, and see if I can find some information on there. Alternatively, I could, yeah, see if I could um, do something else. Is there anything that you found, Benjamin? Um, the one I can find no. is like Legend Lore, but it gives you like a brief description. It yeah. doesn't really give you... No, the only real ways I've found are pulling them from the Nine House and like commanding them. If we can get him here, I can like dominate monster and get him to tell me. But I can charm him and try that. That's all. Um, that's you know having somebody in front of you. Um, that's also an option. Like, you know, I could we could summoning devils entrap the creature. Um, alternatively, I think even like the ninth level gate spell. We can open up a, like a portal that will drag him through the portal and leave him in front of us, but we'll need his specific name. A pseudonym, or title, or nickname doesn't work. Yeah. They they make their names hidden for this very purpose. Um, they usually mm -hmm. try and destroy all documents or the few documents they would have they keep on their person all the time because it is their... Uh, weakness you know mm. um how else and amnizu is no creature to be trifled with either this is information i can tell you um in terms of if you were all to fight it now uh, fully rested you would have a hell of a fight on your hands that's something we can't afford i can eat yeah how how do you how do you want this to? What, what do you want from me, Gregory specifically? What do you want me to do? Just see if I can end your contract with it. But I'm not sure if that will take away my powers. 
I was going to say, I I don't know how this works either. When in a time of uncertainty here, uh, the amnesia is almost playing as a vessel. It's stolen some of Helm's powers and is granting him. To what you. if I were to wish to become that vessel of Helm instead? Uh, that could work. That could also have grave ramifications that you might not be prepared for. Being a aspect is no. And she sort of looks down in like a forlorn way. I. It's damning. I know. But I've, I've lost but everything already. These two here have um, been my only solace. Did you say this devil has your wife's soul? Say if I just humour me if I say if I did this and I made you the aspect and it all went according mm -hmm. to plan and the wish spell yes. came through there is a way for your wife to return you would never be able to rejoin her again you wouldn't be here you you, you know you could feel her and touch her but you wouldn't be there you wouldn't be present I know. you wouldn't be you anymore doesn't matter. I lost her a long time ago. And I sacrificed so much already. Uh, the, the things I've done and then the things I've done in her name are not right. It, it wouldn't be what she wanted. She's better off without me. I'm not the man she fell in love with anymore. I'll do whatever it takes. If I have to sacrifice uh, the chance of ever seeing her again, I'll do it. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I'll do it. Then I'm willing to give it a try. It's the least I can do for what you've all done for us. And she looks around to all of you and she's like, well, the time time is short and it is passing and we did say we need to leave in an hour so if you want to do this, we do this now. I'll do it. I'll do it. Alright. Then right. I'll try and help you if I can. I don't know what to say, Gregory. You're an integral part of this group. We need you as you are. You may not be the man your wife fell in love with, but you're the man we fell in love with. I appreciate that, Phil, but these are the end times now. We almost make sacrifices. So what is it you're doing exactly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're becoming a chosen of Helm so that you release your wife from her... Soul prison. No more bondage. So you'll still be here physically, fighting alongside will. us? It's just that I... But you won't be the same Gregory. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what it means. But if it helps us win, I'll do whatever it takes.
So, I've just had a brainwave. Mm-hmm. I know, shocking. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do this. So, Gregory, um, I've, I've mentioned this a couple of times, and it's not a palindrome thing, but I just, you know, I, I like the thing so much, yep. so fuck it. Uh, we're going to do a divine mm-hmm. intervention for Gregory. Um, And we can wish that you roll under 15. (laughs) So the wish is going to basically try and um, essentially take the power that the Amnesia has over Gregory and just give it to Gregory, which means that he becomes that power. Um, We're going to do this three times. um, And you're going to basically... Do you remember how divine intervention works? I have to roll a D100, do I not? Yeah, and you have to get under your level. Okay. And we're going to do this three yeah. times. So you're going to have three mm-hmm. chances. If you do it first time, you retain everything Gregory yeah. is and everything there. Oh, God. If you do it the second time, you lose a bit mm-hmm. of Gregory. The third time, it might just become something else. And then if it doesn't work, then then the spell doesn't work. Oh God! Okay. Okay. So Do you still have um, DMs inspiration. Don't know if that works for divine intervention. That's just going to like hinder you if anything. Should just add into it. And then that is the um, like re-roll. Oh, the re-roll thing. Be <laughs> 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 um, one hell of a time to use it. <laughs> okay. You're, you're sure about this, Gregory. It's a noble sacrifice. That's what has to be done. I hope to see you on the other side. I hope to see you too. Helm speed, brother. If I don't have a chance to say this after, journeying with you two for these past months has been the best time of my life. I'm shocked. I thought you were going to say no. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Has, been Has been good. Has been good, Gregory. Thank you for everything. Thank you. You see, um, Belladonna runs up and kind of gives you mm-hmm. a big hug. Um, she probably feels it's probably a bit forward, but she's got like tears streaming down her face as uh, again the empathetic sort. She's like, "Please come back." Okay. And she just kind of. Holds on a second, like longer, making it just a bit too uncomfortable. And then let's go. Larielle's over there, and she's like, Are "You ready? I'm ready." Okay, right. Let's get this word in right. Can you just say to me what the wording was again? <laughs> I've just forgotten. I wish <clears throat> still the power that the Abzu Abzu that has hold of me currently stole from my Lord and Savior Helm. I wish to become his divine vessel on this mortal plane. That's Shit. too many words. Just make it a short sentence. Take the first one, then. <laughs> okay. I, I wish for Gregory to steal the divine power of the Amnesu that currently holds him from the divine realm of Helm. 
and you see the whole room just all light disappears and this like um, almost Zelda like white magical particle effects start like rifling around the room in a circular fashion starts whirlwinding around in a slow fashion you start seeing some of the um, the stone flooring start to kind of almost glow up and you all start feeling yourself a bit weightless as this strange magical power is happening within the room Gregory, roll me the first divine intervention. That's 32. Okay. Okay. The first magical shockwave goes through the room and disperses out. Knocks back all the snow in the... Um, small little uh, pocket that's created where Elizabeth once was where you like look over for a second before concentrating on the spell it did not take hold can I go again can me and JC can we pray if you two want to help now's the time I'd like to pray Josh is giving me a look <laughs> why'd you yeah, keep making me RP fuck's sakes <laughs> No, this is what JC would do, because JC's me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put my hands together. <laughs> That's why I do such a good job. <laughs> I'm just by myself, an asshole. Okay, so what what and what are you doing? Praying. Praying. I put my hands together, and I start reaching out towards Helm to... Mistra, to uh, who's my god? I have a different god, Azuth, the god of wizards. Start reaching out to anybody who will listen. Collectively, the gods can come together and grant this man his one wish. And then I say, I'm not usually a praying man, but if you're out there, please save you from it. <laughs> Belladonna kneels down next to you, JC. She rubs she, rubs the. She's bringing the Superman as well. She she, she rubs the smirk off her face here and that. She's like, she's like, God, be serious. Come on. Hell, I'm trying really hard. I promise. <laughs> Stop messing me up. Helm. Um, please take this devotee. Yeah. Please, please take, take this, this devotee. devotee. As your new chosen. As your new chosen. As your new chosen. Okay. He's, Amen. He's worth it, we promise. <laughs> Gregory, roll your next one with advantage. So, you, yeah, D100 twice, take the lower number. As um, you start seeing them start floating up into That's the middle 66. of the room. Gross. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> It's a five! <laughs> Amazing! Oh, the lower one, I see. I okay. Oh, yes! Yes, yes. yes so, God! You, Thank you. You all <laughs> five. Get in. You all watch as Gregory um, floats up and then the second shockwave washes through and nothing happens and he starts floating down and all your hearts start sinking. 
and you're all knelt down praying. This is something uncharacteristic for all of you, you know, doing something as divine as this. And Lariel seems to be waning in her magic. And then smarks coming off her fingers. And all of a sudden, one huge white light and your ears ring. And it's almost like a nuclear bomb's gone off into this room. I uh, I sacrificed a loved one. Does that break the uh, phylactery? Oh shit! I was I was hoping for the second go. <laughs> it's an interesting story, B. We'll come back. To yeah. That. So so you said that we lose a bit of Gregory. I think like the coolest story way to do this is he just doesn't remember us. He just doesn't have any memory. Well, of I'll, anything that we've done. I'll, I'll let I'll let. Bobby decide how yeah. this changes mm, his character. I, I think it is ultimately. Yeah, um, just down to the. He no longer likes <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's exactly the same. He's never had ice cream, but he would have loved it. I guess. <laughs> in return for this, the biggest sacrifice I could ever make was just forgetting about my wife completely. Mm. As in, like she never yeah, existed. Yeah. To kind you, of sort a blessing. Of so that's a sacrifice that the Gregory that remembered oh. her, the sacrifice to save her was to completely erase her altogether. Well, for him, at least. <sighs> that's pretty good. Okay. Well, Gregory, after the shockwave and the white light, you open your eyes. And you're laying in a field on a hilltop. There's a single tree. And you sit up and take a look at your surroundings. And you're in your old Helms Inquisitor mm -hmm. armor. And you look down at the bottom of the hilltop. And you're in a town. And you see a house all too familiar to you. It's home. You see the doors open. And you can smell... <laughs> Elizabeth, <laughs> Elizabeth's um, average stew. You know, it's not. It's it, it's one of those meals where like you pretend to like it because of how much you care for the person. Yeah. Sort of meals that is blowing out from yeah. the window, calling you home. And you sort of traipse over there, walking your way, and you walk in. And you see a woman cooking and she looks over and you see that she's got flour all up her arms and her sleeves are rolled up and she looks over at you and she kind of wipes the flour across her forehead and gives you a large smile as her soldier returns home and you look back at her. Who's this woman standing there? Looks like Elizabeth but you don't know who this is some strange women there and her smile drops and looks at you and frowns Gregory who are you it's me stupid it's Elizabeth who <laughs> don't be stupid and you see like her face kind of just drops and it all starts just peeling away Almost like um Thanos snap effect, just Can the can the Fizzles one out. part of Gregory that's still hanging on 
Just th this single tear. You're free now. I love you. And... You wake up back into the room once more and you see JC and Fiddle are laughing over this very serious moment. Sorry. <laughs> As, um... Gregory, you are back in the room. You all... You all kind of... Um... Yeah, so you all see Gregory wakes up and... Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to find something here. Well, we'll have to add um, the back have to, have uh, Gregory, what, what colour are your eyes? <laughs> um, green. It's funnier if they just ignore it. Yeah, They're green. Okay, so you see Gregory wakes up and in replace of his green eyes are icy blue eyes. As he looks around at all of you. Gregory? Fiddle. It's a good start. How do you feel? Free. Do you feel any changes? None that I'm aware of. Interesting. Well, that's good. Nothing to talk about here. Interesting. Better not read into that. See, Lariel's on the other side of the room and she is panting heavily. Oh, she's still here. <coughs> yes, I'm still here. Sorry to disappoint you. Oh, I just mean I don't know how to fix this. How are how you, Mariel? I'll survive. Think. Do you know what happened with him? Is he okay? He's an aspect of Helm. There's a price to pay. Gregory, once all this is over, and this is the greatest sacrifice I told you all about before, once we defeat Aserak, there are empty thrones in the Divine Realms that need filling. Only the cho Chosen can walk those steps. And she looks down at Gregory. Wait, he's going to become a god? We leave in half an hour. Make your preparation. <laughs> we, it. we thought you were giving up a sacrifice. <laughs> you just removed yourself a gun. As she sort of starts <laughs> hobbling away back behind the curtain, leaving Gregory kind of like no. set up. Come back. Come back. We still haven't properly discussed the and the, she the and she clicks her fingers and you see the Saphir drops and the flat tree drops down. Ding 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 ding. Still intact. What What do you want us to do with it? Uh, Gregory, you look over. We hardly it. have any loved ones. We hardly have any loved ones to sacrifice. Gregory, I only loved my mother, and she's dead. Gregory only loved his wife, and she's dead. Gregory, you look over, and it's like, yeah, the flat tree is still intact. Unfortunately, um, there was one element of it that succeeded, but the other yeah, element that didn't work. Hmm. Rubbish. As uh, you stand there in the circular room, so you've been given about half an hour, but obviously, again, it's up to you lot. 
um, what you're doing with your time, how you travel, where you go, what you're doing. Um, you've got the phylactery there. That is, um, uh, well, whoever wants to carry the phylactery, who wants to take out their responsibility? I think we stick it in the bag of holding, right? So. <laughs> I'll carry it then. Yeah. Ah, wait, no. Oh. Didn't, if we touch it, yeah, we get bad juju. If we do, we you know fall unconscious and move. I'm definitely the most protected, I think, from its juju. I have a plus six to wisdom saving throws and advantage, so maybe I should carry it in one of my pockets if it will fit. How big is it? Um, you you can like grab it in one hand. Um, with you, it's definitely going to be. <laughs> A struggle, but yeah, you can pretty much manage it with one hand. It's just like a small little jar. Okay, can I put it in one of my pockets of my jacket? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll do that then. I'll pick it up, put it in my pocket. Okay, so as you go to pick it up, fiddle, and put your fingers around it, nothing happens. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. It's magically suppressed for three days. Three days. Good to know. Good to know. That's rock and roll. Maybe a nap. nap. Maybe a nap. Still, yeah. we... We have to sacrifice somebody. Oh, my God. Sacrifice a loved one. Um, so we already decided we'll get Belladonna to burn me. It'll be fine. We can't do that. But why? Could I just... We should at least draw straws. How much going to get do you love FM? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I love FM. I've thought about this. I thought, great, FM, I'll burn him. But I can just bring him back, so I'm sure it won't Well, it's work. a loophole that we could play on. We could try. I thought about it straight away. But, sorry? Not if you only get one shed. I'm sure we can find multiple sheds. Fishing hamlets. A hamlet. A hamlet's like a village, isn't it? We need to burn like a whole village as well. No, no, it would be like a lodge. Um, yeah, I'll just okay. I'll say hamlet because like I, yeah. like, I like the name. Yeah. So a building next to a lake. Yeah, essentially. Fish. Yeah, a little fishing hut. Okay. Little fishing hut. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll try it, Fem. See what happens. And then I think maybe we draw straws about who gets burned alive. Unless we come up with any other clever plans before we get there. Yeah, I think you raise a good point. I do think it's funny that the leaders of the world. Yeah, they just decided. <laughs> you threw it. You found it. You're in charge of destroying it. Go kill someone. I don't think. Yeah, it was just such like a quick decision. This is the only way to destroy it. The only way. <sighs> well, I need a nap anyway. I suppose I'll go for a nap. We'll wake up tomorrow. Well, um, I'll spend the whole day researching to see if I can figure out any other way to destroy it. And then, um, and then we'll go from there, I guess. Yeah, we'll try FM, see whether that works. And if it doesn't, we'll draw straws, and one of us will be burnt by the other two. For the greater good, right? The greater good. I don't mind being eaten. <laughs> For the greater good. This is rubbish. <laughs> Stupid ass, right? Well, come on then. A nap. Okay. So, Do I even need to rest If you're anymore? going for 
no, so essentially, um, and you'll be happy with this, uh, you'll get a level up because of Gregory's feat that he just achieved. Yay. Um, level up. So, yeah, uh, but just keep in mind where you're at at the moment. So, again, I've done this before, but your states remain yeah. the same. Just you'll, you'll level up, but obviously D&D &D Beyond refreshes everything. Now and then. I'd like to try and open my box, please. Mm. Yeah, let's just do some little things. You're getting um, those, uh, what's it, a phantom, phantom uh, itch. <laughs> <laughs> my finger should be bleeding. Yeah, right now. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. You sit around and wait for an hour. Wait for Elminster to be ready. An hour's not enough. It takes three to open it fully, it does. doesn't it? You've already opened it, haven't you? Have I? Yeah, you, yeah, you already opened it. Yeah, you opened it. Oh, it's over. What did I get? You got, you got that brooch. It's over. It's free. It's over. It's finished. It's okay. Go back to sleep. Ruin my box. It's okay. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Clark. Yeah. My box! No, my box! My box! My box! My box! <laughs> I must open my box! Here it is. It's open. You opened it it's ten open. years <laughs> ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Then I've got to save the world. <laughs> you also did that. Go back to sleep. My family come to visit. <laughs> you will take a short rest and prepare for. Traveling to Candlekeep, I assume, is your um, desired destination, which um, you're definitely not going to flip out on next session and decide to go water deep um, because I will kill you all uh, with Elminster. <laughs> <laughs>